Thursday. Bonus episode, Throwback Thursdays, because we're bringing back an old timer. Correct me if I'm wronger. And yep, that's right. What do you, your mic's on. Can you? Oh, I'm, I'm on? Recording. Oh, yes. no. You're recording the podcast. I was just trying to stay hydrated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate the welcome back. It's it's great welcome to be back. back. Michael. Oh, this is Michael Carey. I, yes, my name is Michael Carey. It's good to be back on the Correct Me If I'm Wrong podcast. Mm-hmm. I had a brief stint on this podcast a few years ago. I was kicked off for talking about religion, <laughs> but now I'm back. I've yeah. learned my lesson. We don't like that shit. You get out of here. <laughs> well, that was a good episode. It was. Those were good times when we talked about if God had a draft board, who he would take first overall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And who Dakin would be last. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a throwback, too. So if you want to listen to any of those episodes, you can actually you can actually still listen to them. Did you know that, Michael? I, I did know that. They're yeah. on Apple uh, Podcasts on Spotify. Ooh, is that a sore spot? Are we not on Spotify? No, we are on Spotify. Oh, they're on Spotify. (laughs) It is kind of a sore spot because someone had the same name as us, correct me if I'm wrong, and they wouldn't let us on Spotify because of it for a little bit. Um, So it's a bit of a sore spot, but I cheated the system by renaming or naming our podcast something different, then going on Spotify, then naming it back to correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so somebody copied your original podcast mm-hmm. idea, made it worse, because obviously it's not as popular as yeah, this one. It's definitely not. No, no, no This no. is the most popular podcast in the world. So, John, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a podcast where you and I present opinions to one another, and the other person will correct and counter our points if they disagree. Yes, you're correct, so I won't correct you. Well, good. I'm um, off to a good start. There is one more thing we should explain, and that's why Neil's not here, I guess. Uh, yeah, Neil, my roommate, Neil Seacon, he's usually here. But I'm back I'm back home in our hometown in Michigan, um, and I couldn't resist putting one of our old podcast members on the podcast, Michael Carey. We were going to try to get him to call in, but Neil was like, nah. Uh, and I agree with him. Calling in is... It's a, it's a little bit worse in quality usually, so uh, it's fine. Neil will be back. This is just a bonus episode, so uh, Neil will be back uh, uh, in our normally scheduled episodes, obviously. Right, and uh, it's great to be back, have the chance to co-host uh, again with you, be yeah. a guest on here. So, you know, let's get right into it. It's Let's jump right into it. Wait, actually, before we start, I was thinking, like, we're not set on, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, the podcast idea. Oh, yeah. As an idea, so I just thought we could spitball a little bit. Um, What do you think about this? We record a podcast while watching, like, I don't know, the a baseball game, like the Detroit Tigers baseball game. We're just recording a podcast three hours long. We're just chilling. We're just talking. We don't mention the game at all. We're just talking. Are we talking about anything at all? Or yeah, just... we're just talking about random stuff. Oh. We don't have to talk, though. We can just, like, you know, it's just like us hanging out watching a baseball game. Oh, okay. The podcast. So, um, all right. Uh, <laughs> why does it have to be during a baseball game if we're not going to do anything with the game? Well, everyone knows the best conversation happens while you're watching a baseball game. No, most of the time what happens when I'm watching a Tigers game is I fall asleep or I decide... Why am I wasting three hours well, of my life watching that happens. a game? That's real life, all right? 
People want the podcast to be real life, Michael. All right, forget it. Forget so, that even. Uh, forget so that it's going to be a podcast of us either sleeping or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's fine. People, some people want to know how do other people sleep, you know, and mm-hmm. how... Okay. Yeah, and we don't... We don't necess- it doesn't necessarily have to be a Tigers game. We, we won't tell them what it is, but mm-hmm. it's got to be a baseball game. I see. My podcast idea was we have a hidden mic on us, and we go up to other people, and we ask, hey... You want to be on a podcast, <laughs> and they're gonna be like, "No, who are you?" Uh, and, and you're gonna be like, "Too late, too late. You're on a podcast. Too late. I have a mic. Like, you're on a podcast." They're gonna be like, "No, no, don't record this. What are you doing? I will Stop. sue you." And I'll be like, "Ah," and I run away. <laughs> okay, I think that's a great. Uh, what's it called? Uh, that's gonna be called. You're on a podcast. <laughs> okay. I actually really like that podcast. Yeah. So uh, we can just ask people random questions like, hey, what's your dog's name? Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to be like, who are you? <laughs> I actually really like that idea. Yeah, so Let's do it. That's going to be our new Let's podcast. Absolutely do it. Let's take these mics to the street. Um, yeah. Uh, podcast. <laughs> this All is right. what we're doing. Well, John, I think... That I'm back. I, I'm ready to slam you here. So I, I can give me. you my idea. Go and ahead. you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. Okay, correct me. If John, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the entire world should switch away from automobiles and back onto trains. Okay, 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 okay. Now hear me out. Trains are much more efficient in that you never have to stop. You're constantly moving when large groups of people are riding trains you don't have to worry about people being distracted if people want to be on their phones they can be on their phones someone else is conducting the train and the nice thing with trains is there's very few points where a person is going to have to stop and like be very aware of what's around them you're going to have little risk of like oh i'm sending a text message oh this person didn't stop and i'm going to hit them no you won't have that because there are set points along your track that you'll have to pay attention and i think that's going to be much more efficient especially for like semis where they're carrying a large load you have a large load and you can just put it on a train get it to the major cities and then distribute it from there so semis don't have to drive across the country yeah okay i hadn't thought about this at all before today maybe a little bit maybe maybe a little bit just because i want i've been needing a better form of transportation Specifically, because um, I live in L.A. and transportation sucks there. Um, we don't have that many. We have like a subway type thing, but it's awful. And it only goes to Santa Monica. And like it doesn't go to Hollywood and it doesn't go to Beverly Hills. The two places you would like it to go. Um, I am all for trains. I hate cars, honestly. I Cars are annoying for many, many reasons. I hate driving that i hate driving and not being able like it's boring right you have to constantly be aware of everything that's going on you're worried about yourself you're worried about other people and everyone gets pissed off because of the 10 percent of people that drive like an idiot and they're all over the place and they're not paying attention Mm -hmm. and then everyone else just gets mad and it ruins your day with a train you would have a set schedule you'd always know when you're going to get someplace and then yeah you might have to you know, take a walk or even just a short, like, Uber ride. Something like that. Yeah, to get to the train. Exactly. Um, I'm all for this. Isn't Europe, like, pretty train heavy? 
Europe is train heavy when you go like between cities. So yes, okay. if you're taking a long trip, and that's what I'm saying. In Europe, they I think don't start there. Yeah, you don't travel long distances in cars. You travel on trains, or if you're wealthy, you take a plane. But yeah, if you're going between big cities in the U.S., you should have to take a train. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm all about. That's what we had to do when I went to China in high school. We took trains when we were going between cities. Uh, and I was all for it because it was fun. Like, taking a train was fun. Going on a car ride is like, especially if you have to drive, you're just, like, dreading it. Um, and it's super annoying. And there's so much you have to think about. You have to be like, okay, where am I going to get gas? If it's, like, a road trip, you're like, okay, have to buy uh, some rooms in a hotel for a night. Like, it's just all this annoying stuff and the trains in china they had like beds if it was an overnight trip and stuff like that um and it's just overall better because you there's one person driving it it's not like especially in la in la i don't think it's 10 percent of the people who are idiot drivers i think it's a hundred percent oh including me <laughs> <laughs> um and also i'm sick of having to deal with car insurance and stupid shit like that it's just like take they just take advantage of you because they can right everyone's like everyone needs it you legally need car insurance yeah it's it's the law a lot of people don't use car insurance but anyway that's a correct me if i'm wrong for another time (laughs) but um no i think trains the the big thing with them unfortunately is you have to build them everywhere and we're so car dependent and another great thing about trains i'm going off on a tangent but they run on mostly electricity and that energy source we can generate from wind power or solar power things like that versus cars yes we have electric cars don't get me wrong but we're never going to move away from fossil fuels with cars because the industry just won't allow it yeah i mean it's those it's those greedy greedy guys that they would like the oil welcome to the city of detroit john (laughs) they like they're like i i like oil i make money when people buy gas so i'm gonna keep it that way exactly these electric people we're gonna charge them a lot of money for electricity yeah yeah it's super annoying um hopefully god electric cars are super nice but they're so expensive. Now, where do we go with the argument of the automatic cars versus trains themselves? Okay, okay. As we transition to that. So, yeah, I think maybe we should, yeah, maybe we should wait it out a little bit here because we're getting towards, we're getting towards Tesla and their automatic driving. My car is kind of, I just got, uh, just started leasing a new car and it's, it's pretty, it can automatically detect when there's a car in front of me. And it just stops itself, like, on the highway. It's just, like, automatic cruise control shit. I don't even have to drive on the highway, basically, besides steering. Because it, it knows when to stop, how fast to go, depending on who, how far the car is in front of me. Which is nice. Um, and that's nice and all. But it still uses gas and is bad for the environment. Right, and you still And I still have to pay attention. Yeah, you still have to pay attention. You still can get very easily bored. One could even argue that those automatic cars, people are going to stop paying attention because they're going to think that they're safe with all of the features that it includes. And then, I mean, hopefully not, but initially it might cause more problems for the times that you're supposed to be paying attention. And instead you're looking on your phone like, oh, the car's just going to drive for me. It's like... um, it's like that office episode where it's like, all right, I'm going to turn right here and it's heading into a lake. It's like, um, <laughs> this is probably right. It's probably fine. <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
That could happen. I definitely have gotten worse at driving since that started. Since I like didn't, I don't have to drive on highways anymore. And now that I have to drive on highways, like that I'm here using my dad's car and stuff, like I just had to get used to it again. I was like, how do I do this? How right. do how do I stop on the highway? Like everyone knows how to like use their brakes, but right. I don't. <laughs> um, you only really need to be a great driver like ten percent of the time. Otherwise, it's just doing what everyone else is doing. When you're a good driver 10% of the time, then you're not going to get in those wrecks. But like you said, people who have the automatics, they're not going to know when to do in yeah. those situations. Like imagine, so, yeah, wh- what's driver's ed going to be like when that's oh like the God. norm? With automatic cars. <laughs> it's going to uh, be like, okay, here's how you set it. Here's how you use the Maps app to tell it where you want to go, and then you just press go, and yeah, then just, you just sit. sit there. But yeah. uh, pay attention because <laughs> you might need to press that brake pedal. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think. Do you think it's ever going to get to the point where you can't? Like right now, Tesla's even Tesla's automatic feature, they're like, okay, you still have to pay attention in case something bad happens. Do you think it's ever going to get to a point where it's like, or they're going to be legally allowed to say, you don't have to pay attention? No. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, not with the highway system we have set now. Yeah. If the highway system starts to change to kind of accommodate that, like you have one lane that has a set speed and you have to set your car to that exact speed and have a certain distance between each car at all times. Yeah. Then, yeah, maybe. But here's the thing. What do you do with people that are driving cars that aren't automatic? Yeah. I th- That's the one thing I was going to say is I, th- I think if we get to that point, the one thing is everybody is going to have to have a car that can drive itself at that point. Right. Because they all need to be connected to the same system. Yeah. And yeah, if you can program the exact size and width of your car, then you'll be able to and everyone's on the same network. Then, yeah, you can navigate automatically through any kind of traffic all the time. But yeah. that's never going to be possible until it's standardized on certain highways or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Dang. That's going to cost money that no one's going to want to pay for, especially the taxpayers that aren't going to have automatic cars. Yeah, People are going to be can't pissed, and they're never going to vote for it. Yeah. Ugh. Politics. <laughs> Politics. Taxes, you know? Taxes. I mean, that's what happens. Everyone has to pay taxes, and then they start. they stop leaning left because they're like... Well, now I have to pay taxes, right? And I don't want to have to do that. Everyone loves <laughs> the idea of oh, free college for everybody, and then they start bitching like, "What do you mean I have to pay for it?" Like, well, somebody has to pay for it. Yeah, that's uh, you didn't hear that part of the pitch. The schools don't just run for free; like there's thousands of jobs. It's not like they're yeah. just not gonna get paid and still do the same job. Yeah. Sorry, Bernie. <laughs> well, someone's got to pay for stuff. Um, and it just depends if you want to pay, if you, if you want to pay to make people smarter, then you can pay for free college, you know? And good luck because <laughs> you're going to be paying a lot yeah, for everybody's college. Nobody, nobody else wants to pay. For the rest of your lives. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is going to continue to avoid taxes. No taxes. <laughs> for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jesus. How does Amazon pay zero taxes? What is, what, what is that? How does that happen? I, uh, Every <laughs> major company is somewhat corrupt. They're <laughs> what the you, hell? Have you ever seen House of Cards? Uh, no. The, well, it's about massive corrupt corruption and um, political problems where the basically people who have money, the politicians help them out and nice. vice versa. Nice. I mean, you saw the thing with uh, Epstein in prison, right? 
Uh, I haven't seen. I have to admit, I haven't seen as much. Uh, I'm not. I haven't been. I'm not that well versed in it. Oh, we could really go into that. But <laughs> I'll let you go ahead with your. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there is one rule: no politics on this podcast. I guess so. We broke it already. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> um. Correct me if I'm wrong. God, which should I do the? Should I do this one? Do it. Just okay, just okay, fire okay. at me. So this is this is a hot topic lately. This is a this is one of those current issue. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But Sony shouldn't sell Spider-Man to Disney. Okay, just to be clear, you're <laughs> saying they should not give the whole property away, or even make any kind of deal where they share it. Um, I I preferably would. I mean, they already have a deal where they share it. I mean, not anymore. They're not sharing anything okay, okay, after Tom okay. Holland's. Okay, after Tom Holland's contracts. Well, Tom Holland is going to stay with Sony exclusively. They can't mention the MCU anymore. If, oh. If he keeps making Spider-Man movies, it's he. They cannot be a part of Marvel, and Marvel can't use anything Spider-Man anymore. Okay. Okay. The reason I okay, so I'm saying they can't share. I don't want them to even share. Wow. Um, but this has less to do with the MCU. I've already had an MCU topic. Uh, where I shit on it, so everybody you knows sure that have. I'm not the biggest MCU fan. Um, but the main reason isn't like for MCU continuity because I know that that's going to be ruined and that's not good for the story of the MCU. Yeah, let's put that aside. Let's talk more about let's the talk- character and the direction yeah. that each studio puts on the character. Yeah, let's do that. Um, my main reason for this is I I am just pissed at Disney lately because they own so much of the market. So many ideas and IPs in the market are owned by Disney now, uh, especially since they have recently bought Fox. So now they have X-Men. Now they have a bunch of Fox properties that they've just gotten on their hands as well. Um, and I think there's there needs to be there needs to be some competition here. Um that's that's what capitalism's built on. That's what the we need some we need some uh god what is it called? The something of ideas. The I don't know. But we need some more of the flow of ideas. We need more people bringing ideas out. I don't want to see Spider-Man. I mean all these almost every Marvel Studio character feels very similar to me because they have a similar style for most of their movies. Spider-Man feels a lot like their other movies. Um, but Spider-Man's always going to feel the same, actually. Spider-Man should always feel the same. But there are a bunch of different Spider-Mans, I guess. Um, so Spider-Man's a little weird. But I do want to see different ideas used with Spider-Man. I don't want to just see a Marvel Spider-Man every time. Um, okay. So if you look at the superhero genre and how that has monopolized the movie industry over the past you know, let's say decade and a half, outside of the Dark Knight trilogy, which superheroes have been at the forefront of that? Of just superheroes overall? Yeah. Outside of Dark Knight? Everything is Marvel. Everything's Marvel. But at the core of it, it's actually not Spider-Man, if you think about it. Who are the three biggest superheroes, if you just name it off the top of your head? Superman, Spider-Man, Batman. Exactly. Those are the big three. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible what Marvel has done without one of those yeah, big that's three. True. And yes, they added Spider-Man into the mix, but it, they were already well established. They could have not added Spider-Man and basically had the same effect. Yeah. I mean, th- not much would have changed in retrospect. 
That's true. That's why Disney was so stupid with what they asked for in terms of 50% of the revenue sharing of all the Spider-Man films. You know what they had previously on that deal? 5% with Sony. And they they wanted to bump it up to 50-50. And Sony's owned Spider-Man for years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you remember yeah. the Sam Raimi franchise. Oh, yeah. That's been... That's like t- almost 20 years now. So I have to agree with you that those three big heroes are the only chance for competition with Disney mm-hmm. in that Spider-Man is such a strong, relatable hero that Sony can actually use him to compete as yeah. well as... Uh, I mean, who owns DC now? Uh, Who does Warner Brothers? Movies? Warner Brothers. So they they have the shot to compete with the unfortunately the <laughs> Justice League heroes. But DC is uh, really taking steps backwards. They're really losing that fight right now. Yeah. But those three are the only shot at competition right now. So in terms of that, I agree with you. However, I'm going to correct you here. Mm. Spider Man has been mismanaged by Sony since Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. I would agree with you there. In Spider-Man 3, Sony wanted to add Venom. Sam Raimi originally wanted to just have one villain, and it was going to be the Sandman, and then they had to add Venom. And Sam Sam Raimi got so stressed out, he basically didn't know what to do because he was like halfway through the movie and had to change the whole thing. He had to make the new movie plot in one month before they started producing. Oh, and yeah. it was ridiculous. Knowing how Sony has mismanaged that, how they mismanaged the Andrew Garfield. Like, wow, who the hell thought it was a good idea to cast a 28-year-old Andrew Garfield <laughs> to play a 15-year-old kid in a movie? He looks like he's in his 40s. He could be Spider-Man's dad in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Emma Stone was the <laughs> only good part of that movie. But and she looked like she was 28. She's also 28 at the time, yeah. for sure. At least 28 when that <laughs> happened. God, they look like if they were dating anyone else in that school, they should be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. You're right. That looks like an old college school. Oh god. Well, they should have they should have like done old Spider-Man. They should have had an older Spider-Man or like a the, uh, late 20s. I'll give Sony that. They did do that in Into the Spider-Verse, which was yeah, a yeah, great yeah. movie, but they did steal directors from Warner Brothers to write that movie. Uh, they stole they stole the Lego uh, movie directors. Oh, yeah, they wrote the, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The or yeah, the writers. Sorry, the Lego Batman and the Lego Movie, which were both very successful yeah. animated films. Adapting that into a live screen movie, Sony has shown time and time again they're just all about money. Kevin Feige's the one from Disney who has been basically producing all of these Spider-Man movies, like Far From Home and yeah. Homecoming. And without him, I just don't have much confidence, and that's why I have to say, like. As much as I hate the fact that Disney would have to have a, that big of a stake in Spider-Man and probably commercialize him just into toys, they should keep having him for good content. That's what I want. I want good, <laughs> good content. content. I want a good Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man is strong enough to have a universe of his own in terms of his characters, but Sony can't handle it. They've shown that. Yeah. Um, I think Sony needs to... Sony needs to do what they did with uh, Into the Spider-Verse. And maybe they want to now because I think, well, this is a good example. Those guys are a good example. Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who we're talking about, who wrote, who directed Lego Movie um, and have, have wrote. They also directed 21 Jump Street. 
and all these hilarious movies. Yeah, really good movies. Um, they set the proper tone. Yeah, and they actually have a history with Disney. Do you remember what movie they're supposed to direct with Disney? Were they supposed to direct Solo? Yes, and they got out of it. <laughs> they got out of it because Disney was not letting them be creative enough about it. And, and Solo sucked. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I, maybe it's not as much. I think Sony and Disney are both greedy people, um, but it's about who they hire to write their movies, I guess, more so than them. Yeah. Okay. I will agree. Yeah. I, I like that. If they bring outside people in, yeah, people who aren't so concerned about well, we should add more characters so we can make more money yeah. and we can sell more toys. It's like, no, bring in outside people who have a clear direction of where they want the character to go. Oh, yeah. People who just care about the story. They don't care about how much money it's going to make, um, which is what... That's what Sony and Disney's jobs are, is to care about how much money it's going to make. But I think their movies are always better when they don't care. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. They, they've gone some different directions, very creative directions, and those have been the better movies that overall do well. But again, it goes back to that toy sale. <laughs> Always goes back to that. No, that, that's where they make most of their money, yeah, and that's, that's true. the thing that sucks. It's all about the toys and the kids. It's all about Toy Story 4. Screw the kids. <laughs> we <laughs> want good movies. <laughs> Screw the kids. We want good movies. <laughs> oh, my God. Calm down. I don't. These movies aren't <laughs> for the hate kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> these movies are not for the kids. They're for me. <laughs> They're for the young adults who have grown up and waited their whole lives to see their favorite heroes on the screen represented the way they want to see them. <laughs> Screw the kids. <laughs> I want a good movie. I want a good movie. I don't care about the toys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> who cares about the toys? So. Fine. If Sony can prove they can do it, great. I don't think they can. I would rather have Kevin Feige still on the project. Yeah. And yes, that would suck because Disney would own everything. But damn it, I want a good movie. <laughs> and I loved the way they went with Far From Home. I still haven't seen it, so we can't talk about it. Ah. But it was really good. They okay. did the character so well. It was Spider-Man in every yeah, way yeah. you want to see him. Well, I gotta see it. I gotta see it. I still gotta see it. It's still in theaters. Can I spoil something for you? No. I'm gonna see it. Fine. <laughs> Fine. You can't, you're gonna spoil something for the audience. Fine. I'm pointing to the computer but as it's, if they're our audience. <laughs> our audience. Our audience is right there. On the internet. Alright, we're gonna go to live on line one to see what... Uh, <laughs> No, to no, no. See we someone, don't do that. Oh, we don't do live no, phone calls on this. <laughs> Not on podcasts. No, oh, you can't do so, that on a podcast. No, no, you can't. That's radio. Oh, people are watching it live. Actually, it's yeah. Dang it! They're listening to it back. Shoot to it back. Sorry, dude. Mm. Um, I got a Venmo. Twenty bucks. Pretty sick, right? Just for doing this podcast. Yeah, it just says thanks for the pod. Wow, That's nice of them. That's pretty nice. Uh, well, what else should we talk about, dude? We have time. This is twenty-seven minutes. Let's let's do three more minutes. Let's do five more minutes of, of talking about nothing. Okay, I mean, <laughs> we can talk about nothing for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, Spider-Man sucks. You see what Jim Harbaugh's been saying lately? No, I don't. I haven't been seeing. Oh my Harbaugh's god, been saying I this. God, he's a psychopath. <laughs> um, I, actually, no, I, I'll ask you about this. So. What's been going on is Jim Harbaugh is claiming that players have been actually lying about mental illnesses to get 
transfers to different schools. Yeah, in the NCAA. Yes, yes, yes. So like guys at Michigan or have uh, they haven't been able to get one year like until they're eligible. Um, as in like if they transfer, they can't play right away. They have to sit out a year. Mm, so yes. um, my correct me if I'm wrong to you is each college player should be allowed one transfer in their four years without having to sacrifice a year. And it has to be out of conference. Mm, I think they, yeah, just give it to them. If they're not getting paid, just give them, give them a one transfer. Exactly. Why? I don't know. They own them so much. Why are they already punishing them for like leaving somewhere that they clearly are not enjoying their situation? Uh, if you want to transfer, that's a big move. You're moving to a different city, a different college, new friends. Um, clearly, you, you're not liking the situation you're in if you're going to transfer, and now you're going to punish them by saying, no, now you got to sit out a year. Right. The thing that potentially you love to do and you've been waiting to do mm-hmm. in the right situation, you found it, but now you have to wait a year to do it. Yeah. Like, that's just ridiculous. And I understand the whole thing of you don't want everyone transferring. But you know what? These are 18-year-old kids. And you know what? Their coaches can do that. They can go to a different school whenever they want. They don't have to wait a year. Just coach. The amount that the NCAA exploits these athletes. Insane. It's disgusting. You were an NCAA athlete yourself, weren't you? I was. And (laughs) I I wasn't, obviously, to, to the level of exploitation of some of these football and basketball players. Yeah. I can be real with it. I, I didn't bring money into the school running cross country and track, yeah. but you know, you look at some of the basketball players at these big schools and there's millions of dollars attached to their name. Oh yeah. That the school brings in every year. Those kids. Well, if you if the school, depending on the school, yeah. those kids don't bring a dime of it in. Yeah. And it's insane. Oh, it's yeah. just ridiculous. And they're pra- they're practicing like they're practicing and they're doing school like they're they're even more students than like us. It feels like because they had so much to do every day, like no time for dinner sometimes for some of them. Right, and if you add up like the travel and going on weekend trips, especially yeah. for some of these football and basketball players, that's a full time job. Yeah, oh yeah, not getting paid a cent. I mean, unless you go to Alabama, but <laughs> I mean. That's a topic for another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty effed. It's pretty effed, Michael. It's it's just ridiculous. I remember when that was like a hot topic like three years ago, four years ago, and it feels like everyone just forgot about it again. No, it's, yeah, exactly. These the players don't get any kind of representation yeah. because no one respects them. Exactly. And the unfortunate reality of it, a lot of these young men and women, this is their opportunity to go to college, especially the ones that are you know potentially being exploited for a lot of them this is how they move on in life like they don't have another option they can't just say oh screw the ncaa i'm not going to go to college like no kid's going to do that there's never going to be a boycott of college sports oh yeah unless unless a team that's already established decides just to not play yeah who do you think would do that? I don't know. <laughs> the only way I could see that is if it's at like a big time school, a yeah. team taking a stance. Because hmm. I mean, Alabama's not going to do it there to get paid. Exactly. <laughs> but it, I mean, if it's like someone at, you know, Davis in college basketball, like they don't play. Who the hell cares? Yeah, exactly. It's not going to make a difference until 
Duke or North Carolina or somebody like that actually yeah. just refuses to play a game and forfeits. Yeah, true. Because that'd be insane. that would be insane. I kind of hope we see that eventually. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. I mean, if they're getting treated bad poorly enough, why not? Right. And, you know, it has to be a clear commentary on the NCAA. If you feel that way about your coach, then yeah, it's a commentary on him too, him yeah. or her too. So true. We should fix it ourselves, Michael, if you ask me. How exactly just do go you go straight to the NCAA offices and just yell? March right in there and just say, I want to speak to your manager. Mark Emmerich, you are a sleazeball. <laughs> and then we'll be like, okay, fine, we'll pay the players. Did I ever now. tell you about when I asked him directly at a conference about teams playing paying players? No, you you did that, dude. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was at a um, NCAA careers in sports forum, and you could line up and ask the president of the NCAA a question. Uh, and I asked them about... Um, men's basketball programs, cheating, and football programs. While the Ole Miss athletic director was sitting right next to him, the guy who got fired because he was paying his players and running one of the dirtiest college football programs in the country, that slimeball Mark Emmert looked me in the eye and said it wasn't his fault, he didn't know anyone who was involved in it, and that it's all the agent's fault. Wow. This the guy agent's was, fault? The agents, the sports agents. Like the players' sports agents' fault? Right, the pro sports agents. He blamed oh. them. Meanwhile, what? this guy was sitting next to him, this Ole Miss athletic director who got fired the next year because $10 million had disappeared to the football program. Oh, my God. These people are corrupt. We're just talking about a lot of corrupt people today on the podcast. It was just the most <laughs> hypocritical thing in he, like that old Miss athletic director was our guest speaker to talk about ethics to us. Wow, ethics, nice. He knows a lot about it. He sure did. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, it's have you seen Happy Gilmore? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he's just where he chooses ethics as the topic, and the guy is just, <laughs> he's like explain business ethics, and he's just like, uh, what was that Billy Madison? Oh yeah, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, no, 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 that's yeah, great. Billy Madison. And he just goes on this long speech. He's it's like. like that wasn't even remotely correct. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that's what I imagine his speech about about ethics was. He's like ethics. Yeah, and <laughs> after I asked Emery that question, um, he he like almost tried to confirm like, did that answer your question? And I was like, I looked at him. I was like, okay, and I just <laughs> walked away. No yes or no, just like okay. Oh, that's a, that's all I said because. Yeah. You Dude, could see badass. right through it. He that's badass. Man. Oh, it was frustrating. That's badass. People got mad at me. They're like, why would you say that to him? And I was like, because he's, he's lying fucked. to me. Yeah. He's lying to my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't you ask that? That's right. what I would ask him. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Everyone was like in awe of him because there's all these athletes that were like, wow, the president's talking to us. And I'm like, yeah, he should talk to us. We make him all his money. <laughs> we're the ones making him money. <laughs> he wouldn't have a job without us. <laughs> he should be in awe of you guys. He's like, whoa, these are the guys that make me money. <laughs> As he stands there in his, you know, $500,000 suit. Yeah. Fucked, dude. Disgusting. That man disgusts me. Uh, podcasts. Did you like being on again? It was great to be on. It. It's yeah. good to get heated sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it is. And that's what this podcast is all about. So Heat. Heat. Oh, Fire. Dude. Next podcast. We're just going to be sitting around a campfire. Yeah. And we like put up the mic 
And we better. talk about how our s'mores are roasting. Oh, ASMR podcast s'mores. Yes. Is ASMR good for just audio? You let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know. Let us know in the comments. Bye.